Okay, everyone, welcome along to this episode of Championship Drill with myself, Steve, and Phil, as always. Uh, just after watching the EFL Cup games, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later on, there was a, a couple of shocks in there in the EFL Cup. Yeah. Uh, mixed bag results for the championship teams. We'll, we'll go through all those results anyway. Yeah. A little bit later on, not a whole lot of new news from the championship, but a couple of transfers in the last uh, few days since we last spoke to people. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot that stands out, I suppose. Um, we had what Rodrigo Munez went from Fulham to Middlesbrough. Yeah. Alone. Um, yeah. Malik Wilkes uh, has left Hull. Um, Courtney House, the centre backs, come into Watford. Kind of neat players because they they just seem to be getting rid of them. We'll talk about that like, in a minute. Did they pay big money for Courtney House like last season? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just can't break into the team, I suppose. Um, which is a weird one because you know with their centre back one down in Villa, you thought they'd try. I know they signed Callum Chambers as well, and he's likely to be one of the ones that comes in and helps out at the back. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a strange one. And um, we'll talk about Watford in a minute. Yeah. Uh, again, when we go to some of the other deals that involve them, uh, Brooke Norton Coffee, uh, Coffee uh, who just signed a new deal at Arsenal, I think, before he went on loan to Rotherham. Uh, a young a young defender. I think he play right back. He play centre back as well if needs be. And um, we leave the 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 Watford one there for a second. And uh, Saladin Ulad Mahand has also joined Hull from Arsenal. Another very highly rated uh, young midfielder from Arsenal going to Hull, uh, which is good news. Hull have got off to a decent start this season, so yeah. uh, can only help them to have a, a good young player in there in the midfield. So. Yeah. Games start coming thick and fast to be able to rotate around. So Watford, it seems to be the transfer window seems to be centering around Watford at the minute. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Inkalu has uh, left Watford, and then the dodgy deal of the day, Hassan Kamara, signed by Udinese for just over seventeen million pound, and immediately loaned back to Watford for the season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course, the owners of Watford also own Udinese. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, Always been strange whenever there's been deals between Watford and Udinese. But it's not like it's not like Watford need the money they've sold a few players for good money this summer. Yeah, Dennis went for quite a bit of money, and, and there's talk of Sar, well. yeah, Sar as well. I think there was a bid came in for Sar, wasn't there? Yeah, I was rejected. Uh, twenty five from Villa. Yeah, yeah, Villa tried to. Uh... Tried to get it, and then I think Villa pulled the plug, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think it just went on too long, and then then they weren't happy with certain aspects of it, and they just kind of yeah, pulled. I it think up. just twenty five million. They said no one, and whatever way it was going. But well, they have, they have Aston Villa have a lot of similar players to Sarah, so it made it didn't yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah, I think the argument was over how they were going to pay. I think Watford were kind of looking for most of it, if not all of it, up front, and mm-hmm. Villa wanted to. Give some here, some there, whatever. And, yeah. you know, maybe pay like, you know, I don't know, 20 million up front or 18 million up front and the rest yeah, in yeah. add ons or something. Yeah. Either way, the deal, deal is falling through and so it's still at Watford, although I don't expect that to be the case by the end of the transfer window. That said, Watford can't keep getting rid of players. They're going to have to start spending some of that money and bring players in as well. Yeah. And they're not really linked to anyone in the recent. Days and no. there is and there is only eight days left in the that's it in the market. That's it. I suppose like you talked about there, Courtney House is a, he's a good one to bring in. Yeah. You know, a bit of experience. Um so he's good in the championship. He's good 
solid. Uh, he's got great, great experience in the championship. He does. He he kind of did well when he was out um, when he was with Wolves, didn't he? Yeah. He was kind of uh, on loan at Wolves as well for a little bit. Um, so he's yeah, good good player. He he'll add a bit of something anyway to um, to Watford. You would hope anyway. Yeah. So that's about it, really, for transfers. There's not a whole lot going on again. Um, not likely to be, I suppose, with the AFL Cup games and then the league again the weekend. And obviously, there's not a whole lot of time for teams between the games. So a lot going on in the background, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, usually the last, like we've been saying for a few weeks, the last week, five days in the window is when the championship teams will really start. Uh, start Wednesday week, it's closed. Um yep. Wednesday week it's closed, yeah. So and I, and I think and I think that there might be Premier League games on that night. It's always uh, weird, isn't it, when you're playing games and there's yeah. something going on? Yeah, there might even uh, be championship games on as well. Quite possibly, quite possibly. And um, we're now only thirty, roughly around thirty-three million away, yeah, breaking yeah. the one billion mark. Um, after the seventeen million transfer and loan back. So uh, yeah. yeah, there is six games on next week on the deadline day. Yeah, so it might affect the deadline day deals. It might not because these days, um, the manager doesn't really need to be there or around or what have you. Yeah. It's all done with the directors of football with the other people at the club. Yeah. So, um, you'd imagine that it won't have a huge impact on on deadline day. Especially for teams that are playing at home, maybe the teams that are traveling away might be a little bit trickier. Yeah. Um, and I suppose there'll be uh, the the one thing I suppose about deals is it'll be pretty obvious with some players who are being kind of left behind for those teams that are traveling away. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like so and so hasn't made the squad traveling to wherever. Wonder yeah. where he's off to. <laughs> um, that kind of a thing. It's going to be a fun deadline day, day I'd say, but I think a lot of deals will be done. A few days before, if it is going to be oh, that yeah. case. Yeah, yeah. Um, any mad, crazy transfer rumors out there that you've heard of? Uh, not, not really. There's just been a few United players, all right, that are going to go down. Yeah. I just don't know which guys. Okay. Three or four. I reckon uh, Savage's son might be a good one. Yeah. What about Sir? Do you think he'll end up? Like, is he going to go to like if Villa don't want him? Will he go to somewhere like Leeds? Will he go to somewhere like West Ham? I think Leeds is a very good bet for Rafinha replacement. Yeah, uh, I think he'd had a lot to, especially now because Leeds are playing this really good football in the last few games. Uh, it might yeah. bring something to him, but like Sir, the problem with Sir is a lot of teams already have similar players to yeah. him. Um, it's tough. Uh, it's 50 50 to be honest with you if he goes or not. Yeah, I, I think he will, and I think it'll be to two Leeds or to a West Ham. I think it, I think it'll be between those two clubs. Mm. And like you said, Leeds maybe need him more. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, so. Leeds, Leeds cannot play like they did the weekend for the whole season. They need they'll burn themselves out. They need players, they do, they do, and um, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how. Um, how teams go along the way, I suppose. Um, with yeah, the transfer news, so we will we leave the transfer news there unless you have anything else to add. Well, to I just want to check really quickly before we go on to the thing, just because you don't know what's after popping up on Twitter. <laughs> you don't know what pops up, like anything happens in the 
uh, in the world of transfers, I suppose. That, 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 that's always a, a possibility. We can keep an eye on things anyways there. Okay, so, yeah, like, there's one there now. Middlesbrough have agreed a deal with Brighton uh, for Matt Clark. Okay. Two, two million pounds. Um, he was on loan with Derby and West Brom last season, in the last three seasons, so could be a good signing. Could be, yeah. So there you go. And moves us that little bit closer to the one billion mark as well. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, we need uh, Newcastle going to buy again from Watford, Joe Pedro. Yeah, that was another deal that was coming in. A um, lot of money in that one too. Yeah, 25 million again. Like, if they sell him and Sarah, they're going to be making 50 million pounds. Um, yeah. Surely, surely they can spend 15, 20 million on someone. Um, yeah. Just, just, I suppose, the one last kind of thing I was going to say is the uh, Brethren and Diaz is still lingering. Yeah, it's 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 one of those where, like we said in the last show, we think he's probably going to leave. But uh, he's not going to be cheap. He's, you know, he's going to be like we said, maybe the twelve to fifteen million pound mark because of those injuries that he has. But yeah. Blackburn, uh, we'll get to their EFL Cup tonight. They, they, they kind of pulled it out of the bag somewhat, but they're not in a great run after a great start. Yeah, um, a very Chris bad one. We can we can lead in maybe start there at the weekend. Yeah, and um, where they were just torn apart again. Yeah. Um... Which which isn't good. Three uh, 0 Sheffield United. Yeah, and the thing like I really like the um that young fella for Sheffield United at the moment. Uh, I can't put and D and Oh yeah, and D. Yeah, yeah. He, he's very good. Um, they could be onto something there with because I I wasn't really I wasn't gonna give them a chance of coming up, but he looks good. Um, yeah, top of the table. Top uh, of Sheffield table. United after five games. Playing well. Um, playing well. Um, Cardiff game and Cardiff back in eighth. If they were to win their game in hand, would join them on ten points. Yeah. And uh, what about Ali Norwood though? What a start to season he's making as well. Um, <laughs> and what a free kick. Yeah, it's unreal. He, he, some players just seem to click, don't they, at the start of the season? Yeah, it's, it's kind of mad the way it's going. Yeah, uh, but yeah, what about Blackburn Rovers? I mean, it's hardly panic stations, they're still in the top six, but yeah, um, it's, it's the new manager, of, I know. bad results. It's the new manager, I know it takes time and it takes to get things going, but like if they don't improve, I'd say hair dryers, something's gonna have to change because it's it's two bad results on the bounce in the league, yeah, yeah, for I mean, two 3 0 defeats essentially in the league, 3 0 to Reading, 3 0 Sheffield United, yeah. Um. Yeah, not 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 so great. And again, as we've all said, this league changes like instantly. It's it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about a game. Uh, we were saying Burnley got off to a great start. They're playing good football, and we said they have to be wary of Blackpool in one of the games we were talking about. Yeah, and we said Blackpool have started so well, and yeah. they just have a goal. Yeah. But even I thought this game was over when it was three one. <laughs> yeah, um, I, especially with Vincent Company, you think like because they're not really they don't leave in a lot of goals and they don't score a lot of goals. Yeah. Um. But once they went three one up, you're definitely thinking. Yeah, this, I mean, that's it. They go three one up, and um, then two quick goals from Blackpool yeah. make it three three. 
Then seven minutes to go, Blackpool have someone sent off, and you think, right, Burnley are going to go for it now. And then Maston with the most ridiculous red card. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's assault. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I you mean, when you sent it on to me and Adam there. Yeah, I, I, I think people should just look it up. I don't even know how to describe it. He's there's like a challenge goes in. He leaves the frame completely. Yeah, it's and like he must it, run about fifteen yards. It's and like just uh, bash into the guy. It's like a movie where you see a guy like just so. Was it? What's that movie with Vinnie Jones? Uh, mean Machine. It's like yeah. when it's like when your man all ran straight at him and drop kicked him. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous, right? Yeah, Carrie. Me that, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they had a chance. There was probably with stoppage time, about ten minutes to go. They were going. They were at home. They were playing against ten men, and yeah. then like two minutes later, the most ridiculous red card, and that just took the sting out of the game completely. Yeah. Good point for Blackpool. What of Burnley though? Because it's. It, they're playing good football, very different football to what they're used to, obviously. Um, but they've played five games and they've only got six points. Yeah, and they're down at fifteen. Yeah. They're down at fifteenth place. Yeah, um, I know it's early days, and that's still three points from third place Reading, but three draws from five games. Yeah, again, I know it's easy. we say it all the time: new manager, new ideas, yeah. and stuff. But this league, as we always say, is unforgiving. So I don't know. It is, and um, as Millwall fans will tell you, draws kill you in this league. Yeah, like if those three draws could cost them a playoff spot come the end of the season. It, it could well do, as it has done Millwall the last few mm. seasons, you would say, with the was it 15 draws one season or something Millwall had, whereas mm. even if two of them had been wins, they'd have been in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy the way that works. Uh, any other kind of crazy games stick out to you, I suppose? Sunderland continuing their good start to the season, good away win. Yeah, uh, Sunderland run. For what I was saying, they'll have a good season this year. Uh, Alex Neal has a point to prove. It was a good win. Um, well, what about Stoke? Like we talk about how well they've signed, but it seems to be one win, one defeat. Where they're going to yeah. yeah. Hopefully, that's not a trend from. Uh, yeah, because I like the manager. Yeah, good win away from home for Luton Town. You know how Very good they good. are at home. That's a great win. The one that stands out is West Brom scoring five goals, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I that know Hull, Hull, are, Hull are decent. Yeah. They just tore them apart, which West Brom are capable of doing. Yeah. They're a good team. They started badly. Um, a team that did well last season, I suppose, and are quietly doing well this season are Reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, again, like, if you just get them scoring. Yeah. Oh, if they could just get some of their players scoring because they have good young players. Yeah. yeah. I suppose the other games to look at their QPR one rather than one just from an Irish point of view. How yeah. good is Al Ben Aideen at the start of the season? I, so I, I actually good. thought he was going to move on, to be honest. Like my dad was saying, West Brom should buy him. Yeah, he has been really good to start of the season, hasn't he? Yeah, unreal. What's that? Yeah. Four goals, five goals, Four something goals. like that. Okay. Four goals in five games, something like that for them. And when you think the last time Rotherham were in the division and how unlucky they were to be relegated because of all the 50,000 COVID cases and games. He missed a good four or five months of that season through injury. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You know, and he's starting to show how good he is. Now, I would say the last maybe three, four Irish matches he's played, He's been Ireland's best player. Yeah, without a doubt. 
Uh, he's really, really after coming on. And yeah. yeah, is he a player Rotherham are going to have to be like, you know, I, let's hope the window shuts before somebody tries to decide this guy? I think they'll get him for one more season at least. Yeah, and see how uh, he does with him. Yeah, I think they so. Need that. Yeah. Um, we were talking about Nigel Pearson giving out a tip about referees and saying he was going to retire and making, you know, <laughs> having a bit of a laugh at him saying that. But since he's been given out about referees, they've gone back to back with wins. Another good win over a very good Cardiff side. Yeah. Uh, maybe that maybe that's his plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like uh, Nigel Pearson's honesty and like he's not like he's not tactic tech uh, technically very good. Um yeah. but there's something about him I like. Yeah. Anything uh, else in the other games then stand out to you? I suppose Preston Watford and a little. Um, I pity anyone who has a season ticket at Preston. Yeah, I think I, they've only seen one goal all season or something like that. <laughs> that, that, was, that was probably tonight. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but I, yeah. I think they've had have they had a one nil win and a few nil all draws in their last few games or something know, like that. Exactly. And, and another nil all draw. I suppose Watford are good at nil nil. With Watford isn't. Uh, Wigan got a good result at the weekend. Um, nice away win, wasn't it? Yeah. Because Birmingham are a bit like Stoke. They'll win one and they'll lose one. Yeah, yeah. And, and Wigan's away form hasn't been bad. Yeah. And you think they picked up that point against Norwich earlier in the season as well. Yeah. That's exactly so we, Like yeah, then, you have, yeah, then you have poor Coventry who are stuck with one point and two games played. Two games played, yeah. Match one again against Huddersfield, I think. Midweek next week when you were talking about it, when the um, transfer window shuts. I think is when they'll actually get to finally play a home game against uh, against Preston. Uh, all going all, all written all over it. All, all written all over it. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be tough if they start having to make up these games. It will um, it will get tough because there's going to be an international break as well. There is, and the World Cup, like we've spoken about before, is coming down yeah. the line as well. So it's it's so, going yeah. to be interesting. It's going to be tough to see what happens. Nothing else really stood out to me. I think we've pretty much gone through all the results there anyway. Yeah. I don't think we missed out there, on any. Then there was tonight then. Then there was tonight and the EFL Cup and a chance, I suppose, for those fringe players to get a chance to play. Yeah. And a chance maybe to get a bit of form into those teams that are struggling. Uh, if we go through the championship results uh, to begin with before we go into the others, um, we have Burnley getting a win away to Shrewsbury. Apparently, like the only shot and goal they had in the whole match. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's all it takes. Yeah. Um, Watford beaten by MK Dons. Uh, MK Dons haven't had the best of starts to the season. The thing they, and, and they, had a good, they had a good season last season. They did, and they're just not, not off to a great start. No, they've turned their form around a bit. I think they win the draw in their last two games, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a great start. But, yeah. you know, good win. Um, not so good, obviously, for Watford. Uh, no. We have a look who else was playing from there. Wolves. Uh, West Brom lost. Yeah, West Brom lost. Rotherham lost to Markham. Yeah. Um, Norwich went out on penalties to Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say about that game is just listening to them talk about it. They were saying how well uh, Pookie played when he came on. Yeah. And that, that, that could be good for Norwich. Maybe that's what he needed. Yeah. But to get him going right. because they need to get him going. He'd get him going, but like, how many more seasons does he really have? Yeah, uh, yeah. As well. It, that's it. 
Uh, I know I, I was good for Ida to score, though. I did like to see that. That was nice. Yeah. And the penalty that they missed, Norwich City's penalty that they missed. Right. What is up with Todd Cantwell? It was a terrible penalty. Yeah. I mean, I he thought... hit it off the bar, but it was so relaxed. It's like he just meant to hit it off the crossbar. He went to Bourne. He went to Bournemouth and lost all his confidence. There seems to be nothing there. He's so laid back and it was almost lazy. As, say, it was as bad as the Wolves penalty at Preston. That was another desperate one. Desperate bad. Oh, that was that was a shocker. I just say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying something. Uh, well, Preston, did, Preston did score, though, tonight. Um, they did get a goal, yeah. But uh, they still lost out. Yeah. Woodburn. Like I know Woodburn. We ran about Woodburn, and if he gets yeah. going, he might do well. Um, That's it, exactly. Um, who else? Then are we looking ahead? They're at West Brom, like you said, went out to Derby County. Blackburn Rovers went to go down to uh, their former manager, Mark Hughes. Bradford mm. City, but they managed to turn that around and get a win. Uh, I think that's it for the championship teams that were playing tonight. Yeah, like you said, rather than tomorrow. There's a couple playing tomorrow. Bristol City are away to Wickham, which is a, a tricky enough one. Um yeah. for that one tomorrow night. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, how things go there. Tricky one for Bristol City after winning a couple of games back to back. It's kind of away to Wickham is going to not be the easiest of matches to go to, especially no. when you imagine Bristol are going to start resting some players. Exactly. That said, Wickham are looking to be promoted too. They're more likely going to start to rotate players as well. So, mm. so then, that is... You're going to the weekend then, there's another round of matches. Um, that's it. And I always find the EFL Cup a weird one if I'm a championship team. Mm. Um, it's almost like you really want to have a run in the EFL Cup. I know what you mean. Um, the FA Cup, sure, because if, but like you know, the EFL Cup, you're going to come up against the Premier League teams at some stage. And they're all weekend and, games, yeah. Or midweek, yeah, mid-week games. And it's like, you really want to draw them on, on yourself where you're going to be playing catch-up and, and fixtures and really you play enough matches already and your odds of actually winning the League Cup are pretty slim, especially since... Pep Guardiola seems to like it, and Man City take it very seriously. Yeah, and we don't yeah. know how we don't know how Ten Hag will take it. Yeah, so. so it's it's a tough one for a you would say a championship team to to win. So it's it's almost like you're nearly better off just going out. I know yeah. it's a chance to rotate the squad, but with forty six league games and and everything else on top of you already, do you really need more matches? The only good thing I see out of it is if you're a struggling championship side to get that win against. A new port. Can't help. Possibly. Oh, oh, oh. We, yeah, we'll see if it does anything for Blackburn Overs yeah. uh, coming from behind to get the win there. Exactly. Brad, uh, against Bradford, because they have a tricky tie on Saturday. They're home to Stoke. And like you said, Stoke kind of seemed to win one, lose one. Yeah. And they lost one the last time. So Yeah, it's hard to know. <laughs> it's hard to know what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, will we have a quick look ahead, I suppose, at the... Yeah. Uh, What's coming up over the weekend and what's coming into next uh, midweek as well? We can have a look at. Um, yeah. Luton, Luton Town, Sheffield United is going to be our Friday night game. That that making of a good game. Obviously, we know Luton are good at home. Sheffield mm-hmm. United, like you said earlier, have taken you a bit by surprise where you thought they'd be good, but maybe yeah. not so soon. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Luton again are tough at home though. It's tough at all. It's makings of a good game, and you know Friday night under the lights, 
Um, all you can hope for as a fan of the championship is a good game there, and I think I think that has the makings of one definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think it's a good one too for maybe people who don't get to watch the league as much yeah. as as maybe we do. Yeah. Um, Luton are a good team to watch. Their manager is yeah. very very good. Yeah. And obviously Sheffield United, people would know from the the Premier League a couple of years ago, bit of a bad season last year, but flying it again this year. Saturday is lunchtime kickoff. Another making another good that's one. A, that's Sunderland. a tasty one. That one. Um, it is that. a tasty one. Sunderland have done well. There's going to be a big crowd at that one. Um, Norwich have kind of steadied the ship a little bit after a very poor start. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is the makings of a good one. Blackburn, like we said, home to Stoke, literally impossible to call. Yeah. Neither team in great form. Yeah. Uh, Blackpool home to Bristol City. It's another one. Bristol City have won two on the bones. Blackpool are in good form. It's it'll you know another one that's tough, tough to call. But you know the makings of a good match there. And oh. um, Cardiff who have been good, obviously uh, taken a bit by surprise by Bristol at the weekend, home to Preston, who are just being Preston really. Mm-hmm. Um, Huddersfield had a weekend off. Obviously, they were supposed to be playing Coventry. Oh. Home to West Brom. Uh, West Brom coming off the back of a big hard win. You'd call, imagine. Very hard to call. A uh, big game, I suppose, for West Brom. They've got to back up that good game against Hull now. Uh, they've got to get a win there, really, don't they? Yeah. If they want like, to start climbing up that table. That's the thing, like, the 5 2, it's, you just have to work on it. Like, yeah, next, it's only good if you, you can't lose. Yeah, it's only good if you win the next game. Yeah. Um, there's no point beating Hull 5-2 and then going out and losing to Huddersfield. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of Hull, they're home to Coventry. Coventry finally get to play a match. <laughs> um, I, I think Hull will beat them because they're, they're playing games. Basically. Yeah, it, it's very hard. It's, it's hard to call because we haven't seen enough of Coventry. They've only played two matches this season. Yeah. Uh, Hull have been in good form. Middlesbrough, like you said, got themselves a nice signing there. Uh, possibly settled in in time to play Swansea. Swansea have been Bit of a, an up and down team as well, but when they've yeah, been good this season, a bit like Stoke, yeah. Yeah, when they've been good, they've been very good this season. Yeah. Uh, but when they've been bad, they've um, not been. Well, they showed how I, I still can't get over them scoring two or goals. In the that league. was uh, that 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 was quite hilarious, wasn't it? Yeah. It was one uh-huh. of the uh, one of the funniest things to happen in, in quite a while. Like you were talking while, about yeah. the match, though. Just the, just it was like uh, just launched ball into the box, hope for the best. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Millwall, Reading, like you said, both teams going okay. Reading, a little bit better than Millwall, probably. Mm. But uh, Millwall, we Millwall know. Need, Millwall need to win more. Yeah, you know, at home, Millwall are going to be tough anyway. And you know what the crowd are going to be like. Um, somewhat of a local derby as well there. Rotherham, Birmingham City, Rotherham. I know, I've been in. He's just doing it. Uh, making a good one there as well. We've got Watford QPR, uh, two teams again that are relatively close to each other. It's going to be interesting to see how that one goes. Watford going well, QPR again a bit up and down, but QPR are such good players. This next one, Wigan and Burnley, is a very big test for um company. Uh, he has to win it. That's what I mean. Like he's I mean, I, like a, a draw isn't good enough. No, and Wigan are the draw specialist. They've drawn a lot. Yeah. Um, and I mean they've drawn against good teams, so yeah, it's it's an interesting one. But uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a big test for company. 
I think yeah. it's a game Burnley has to win, and that's a lot of pressure away from home. Yeah. Uh, because because if they don't, they they are going to start to get cut. Out. You get cut adrift in this division very quickly. Yeah. And while there's plenty of time to still make it up, mm. uh, we talked about it with Norwich. You don't want to be going to the World Cup when the World Cup kicks off. 10 points off the automatic promotion. Exactly, basically, exactly. Which is what Burnley are looking for. Burnley aren't thinking about let's make the playoffs. Burnley are thinking about we need to be in the top two. Yeah, exactly. Well, they should be anyway. Like, that's definitely. And no, yeah, and like so, no, that's will do. Like, they're, they're, they're very big. They haven't really sold much players. No, uh, they've, they've brought in a few. Uh, again, like you said, new manager take a bit of time and what have you. But yeah. they look so good that first night. And the wheels have kind of come off. They haven't won since. It's kind of crazy. Like, and I think if they had got another couple of wins before they played the 3 1, they wouldn't have lost at all to Blackpool. Yeah. I think that yeah. was more mental once the it was. Thing, yeah. And, and you, you can't come for someone doing something as stupid as your man did to get sent off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, there's no accounting for someone doing something that ridiculous. Mm. And I encourage people to go to Twitter and look at that red card because yeah. it is one of the funniest red cards I've ever. I think mm. I can remember some very funny ones a few years. Uh, years ago I, I remember Tony Cotty once playing for West Ham and I think he was fouled on the edge of the box and the ref said it was no foul and him running about 80 yards tracking the guy back to pitch <laughs> and taking him down from behind Yeah, I can remember Mark Hughes I think it was probably an FA Cup match I think it might have been against Sheffield United when he's playing for Man United mm. turning around and just kicking a guy up the hole Yeah, and of course, um, and of course the, fa- the famous Graham Souness one yeah, that was only a yellow card, though. That was only a... That was he, only a he still denies it to the day like, that he didn't mean to do it. That's it. Oh. That's it. And, of course, then, the most famous one of all of them is the Holland one. Which one? Oh, um, yeah, the young ones in the World Cup final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yellow card, too. Um, that was only a yellow as well, yeah. Oh, um, I think there was a there was a great one I think years ago too that people could probably look up. I think it was Kevin Keegan got sent off in a community shield game when he was playing for Liverpool. Um I think he was punched twice and Keegan got sent off. <laughs> uh, I don't know how, I still don't know how that happened. Uh but he was he was hit twice himself and then he got sent off for it. Um I don't know, maybe for not fighting back or something. People were tougher in those days. Um so that's about it. I suppose we look ahead. Like you said, there's midweek games next week. Um, Tuesday night, Birmingham Norwich, Burnley Millwall, Cardiff Luton, QPR Hull, Sheffield United Reading, Wigan West Brom, Watford Millsborough, and then like I said, deadline day. We'll try and do a show. Uh, we'll try and do a show on the Wednesday night after eleven when all the stuff is done and dusted. Uh, we will. We'll, 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 we'll try our best. We'll try our best. Yeah. I'll be home very, very late that night. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it might be out Thursday morning or whatever. Maybe it'll be out Thursday morning. But exactly. just to try and guess the kind of up to date, um... up to date transfers and see see how things go because yeah, things change very quickly in this division. Oh yeah, like uh, I hope there's a few players travel to clubs and not go. That was up. Was it uh, Adam? Wengie. That's always the best about Dublin Day. Yeah. Adam Wengy is that? Yeah. Uh, driving, driving clubs. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of crazy the way uh, the way players can try to force move sometimes, and yeah. I suppose it's a tricky one if you're not getting a game and you want to go somewhere. Exactly. 
it's, uh, it's 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 going to be like that for for a lot of players. The problem is now as well, like there's a lot of fellas on big wages. It's hard to even know them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it is, it is exactly that. It's hard to hard to find somewhere far on. I suppose, like I said, Arsenal got rid of a couple of the under twenty ones, and those are the kind of players you're going to see going to the championship. I think more than more than anything else. I don't think you're going to see. You know, fringe players from Premier League teams going down there much because, like you said, of the wages and things like that. Mm. But I think you will see the uh, the youngsters, the under twenty ones, which would have been the under twenty threes last season. But there's no such thing as under twenty threes anymore. Mm. Um, with the the change in the Premier League rules, so yeah. So there you have it. We'll be we leave it there, Phil, and yeah. uh, we'll come maybe back. Be back yeah. at, maybe come back uh, after the weekend fixtures and. Uh, yeah. We'll be back on Monday. We'll be back on Monday, and hopefully, there's a few transfer news. Um, yeah, hopefully, a bit of transfer news, a bit of other news. Coventry's pitch is hopefully ready for the Wednesday night game by then, and uh, yeah, a couple of mad red cards will be fun as well over the weekend. Yeah. All, All right. right. Cheers, Thanks everyone, for listening, and we will uh, talk to you next week.